you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Alexa, who is Adam Ferrara? Adam Ferrara is an American actor and comedian known for playing the roles of Chief Needles Nelson on Rescue Me, Sergeant Frank Thuelli opposite Edie Falco on Nurse Jackie. He was a co-host on the U.S. version of Top Gear. He has had three Comedy Central specials and his new album is called It's Scary in Here. Adam's new podcast is a big hit and available everywhere. Sounds like it could be funny. Sounds to me like 30 minutes you'll never get back. Oh, do we have a good show for you this week. My guest in the ADD interview, you can see her new special called Staycation. It is free on YouTube, and her name is Jackie Cation. And we want to welcome everyone from our Talk To Me Tuesday family. That's our conversation we have every week, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Go to my website, click the link, and join us. And our superfan shout-out is for Bugman Dan. Say hi to Bugman Dan. Hello, <laughs> Bugman Dan. Bugman, what's going on, man? And if Phil was here, Bugman, he would ask you to help him because he has crabs. Don't you have a podcast to prepare for? What? Bugman Dan is an exterminator in Pennsylvania. Who does not get rid of crabs. I, I don't know what he specializes in. and <laughs> It's a bug. And I don't know where Phil's been, but, you know, if he's itchy, could be. Don't you have a podcast to prepare for? Yes, Phil. Poor Phil. He needs to get back. And, uh, back here. Philip. Yeah, he does. He's still he does. on the ship and I miss him. 
Yes. Uh, but I did have a lot of fun with Jackie Cation. She is very, very funny, and I'm eager for you guys to hear the uh, the interview. But I came up with this because she has a great joke about uh, an empath that, she, that you will hear in the interview. So I thought it would be fun if we take a test to see if any of us are an empath. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that maybe one of the three of us here is an empath, but it ain't you or me, Adam. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. That's why I have this. I, and, and I'm we got to take the test. Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping my wife isn't an empath because I'm like, honey, you want to go for a walk today? So, I can't. The neighbor next door is sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this. So I looked up I looked up a definition of empath. This all comes from Healthline.com. An empath is someone that can actually feel someone's happiness or sadness. I think I might be an empath because I can feel people screaming at a crap table. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a gift. It's, it really is. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a double whammy. What is that? I think I'm not only an empath, mm-hmm. but I have too much empathy. I think I think too much empathy makes you an empath, no? No. Empathy is like, uh, oh, I feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. Empath is when you actually feel people's energy yeah and empath is like yeah. if someone eats mexican food and you get the shits is that accurate <laughs> that would be quite an empath is that the clinical term <laughs> yeah empath plus <laughs> don't eat that what are you doing well i'm an empath <laughs> well what i know of, of an empath mm. is that you're oversensitive right you get exhausted well, I, I have a test. I'll ask you the questions okay, on the test. Okay, right. let's go. I have a test. It's yeah, from Healthline.com, and these are questions to find out if you are an empath. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of empathy, which we've discussed. All right. Closeness and intimacy can overwhelm you. Stern? Why do you think I live alone? That's true. Okay. <laughs> Check. Check on him. He's got that, honey. Yeah. Um, Because you're shy? It says closeness and intimacy can overwhelm you. Empaths often find... Frequent close contact difficult, uh, which can make romantic relationships challenging. I think what it's saying is if you're too close to people, their emotions will overwhelm you because your senses will get overwhelmed by their emotion. I do get that. When someone calls me, I'll look at the name and and I'm kind of, "Mm, I don't know if I have that emotional energy right now. That doesn't make you an empath. That's just your your cousin's a pain in the ass. That's what that is. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll I'll know what, you know, the call may entail and Uh I don't. I don't know if I physically want to or yeah. can go through that at that moment. It's gonna, you're not an empath. People are just friggin' draining. You're not an empath. <laughs> People are friggin' draining. All right, go yeah, to the next yeah. one. All right, the next yeah. one. You have good intuition. I would like yeah. to think I do, but I picked the cults this weekend and I got killed. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I you, had the cults. You're... I had Arizona and Green Bay. Nobody covered. <laughs> I'm not yeah. an empath. Yeah, why did I pick the Patriots? What's going on? Yeah, no, my my intuition is spotty at best, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, honey? I would say I have good intuition, but I have the kind of intuition that doesn't pay off until later. What does that mean? Time-delayed intuition? Yeah, it's t- well, I have it, right? Yeah. And then everybody thinks I'm kind of a little, mm, I don't think so, I don't think so, and then it turns out to be true. So I, I guess I do. I do have intuition. So you're like, you're like, oh, I met this guy. And what? Sooner or later, he's going to be an asshole. Is yeah, something like that. <laughs> right. Great. At some point, he's yeah. going to piss you off. Yeah. He's, he, he's a time-release douchebag, and, <laughs> and my wife can sense it. 
I get a little flag, you yeah, know? Yeah, I get a little flag. Smell that one. It, it's like the faint smell of vinegar and water. It's, yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's heading towards us at a slow pace. <laughs> All right, the next one is you take comfort in nature, honey. Oh, come on. I got that in spades. I know. She brings nature into the friggin' house. I got doves healing in the bathroom. <laughs> I think about nature. Yeah? Yeah. I, it's weird. It's not weird. You need a job. <laughs> I, nothing to do all day. You're looking at worms and writing stories. Uh, excuse me. I have a job, a place. Uh, do you see this big man child next to me? Goodness. That is, that is a full-time that, gig. You know what the that nature is? is? Nature is my sanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I feel about nature. I mean, you guys hear me talking about going on the trail as as often as I can. I love being out in the woods and seeing wildlife. That that to me is like a big recharge area, like getting away mm-hmm. from everything and just communing with the trees and the animals. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know what it is? I like to go for uh, I go for my magic hour walk around here, mm-hmm. and I look at the trees, and it still friggin' amazes me. These giant palm trees in our neighborhood. I'm like, how the hell did that thing get here? I hate to burst your bubble, Adam, but what? we live in L.A. They hauled them in. Mm-hmm. Didn't just, like, blossom. Do you have to ruin everything <laughs> for me? <laughs> Probably came from Egypt. She cares more for the friggin' worm. <laughs> than, your, than your peace of mind, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Well, right here. You, uh, I got another one right here. You have a hard time not caring. I, I actually do. I actually have a hard time. If I see someone in pain or something, it's like, I, I don't yes. want to get involved. I care, but I don't want to get involved. <laughs> ah, I could get sued. Just let them bleed out. I, and I'm your bridge yeah. to, okay, we got to do something. Yeah. No, I, I, do, I, I do get that. I do. I can't. I, I, I do care about people. You, yeah, you, you do. I know. You do. Yeah. Stern? Mm-hmm. I care about people unless they're blocking the box in a traffic okay, situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I really don't care about them. All right. So, that's me. <laughs> the next one is people tend to tell you their problems. Stern? Well, I tell you my problems. I think you've got that in spades. I think people come to you as like a source of, of wisdom and guidance. That doesn't I, you make know, me an empath. It just makes other people a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess that's, that's I, one way of looking at I, it. I just look at Adam as street smart. Mm. We want something, you know, cut and dry. Yeah. You know, they, that kind of answer, yeah. go to Adam. Okay. You have a high sensitivity to sounds, smells, or sensations. I, You mm. know I got that, even light. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my wife. Yeah, that's, uh, every freaking <laughs> switch in this house has a dimmer on it. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and I'm also like, what's that smell? Yeah. What's that smell? It's... <laughs> I have all those heightened. Yeah, she's got everything like that. She mm-hmm. has the sound sensitivity, too. Yeah. Did you hear that? And you know when she hears it? When I'm sleeping. That's when she'll hear it. <laughs> Adam, wake up. Did you hear that? <laughs> as soon as I'm asleep, she's like, yeah, wake up. Did you hear that? I go, no, I was asleep. <laughs> now I'm up. Well, now that you're up, did you hear it? No. <laughs> no, I hear you. <laughs> It's a curse, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need time to recharge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, both of us agreed. Yeah, I just think we're all lazy. I don't think it's got anything to do with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that could be it. Have you yeah. met you, Adam? That's true. <laughs> you don't like conflict? That That is definitely on my on my resume. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of conflict. Yeah. I thought that's more my sign. What? Balance. Balance? We yeah, we don't like conflict. French, we like to- ba- Libra? 
Yeah, I, I, I don't like conflict unless you piss me off. Now I got to win. All right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Now if you bring it to my doorstep. Now it's on. Yeah. Like the casino last week, Adam. Oh, yeah. Stern. So I'm playing I'm playing this casino. Right. And and, and after the show, I sell, you know, I, I sell shirts to help the rest of the dogs. Right. So I'm walking yeah. into the casino and I got the shirts in my in my little wheelie bag. I'm on the phone with him. Yeah, she's in my headphones. I'm walking in, and there's the security guards go, sir, you can't come in here with your luggage. I'm like, honey, hold on. This is not luggage. This is for after the show. She goes, can I see some ID? <laughs> and I can hear him say, check out that billboard. You see that billboard yeah, outside? That's my that face big, on it. See that big head on a billboard? Does that look familiar to you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, how many times yeah, can you yeah. use that? <laughs> this show's starting in 10 minutes. Do you want to be the one to tell everybody sitting there there's no show? <laughs> Well, do you want to let me go in here and help the damn rescue dogs? And they're like, I, 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 I. He goes, well, can I take a look? Sure. I unzip the thing. I go, see that? See the dog? That's it. That, that's how we help the dog. To help the dogs. Okay, sir, we'll walk you there. And the guy walked me there. And Alex was on the phone in. and she's like, oh, God. Hilarious. Because... <laughs> Can you do it without sounding like a crime boss? I'm like, I got one gear. That's it. True. You know what? I'm not an empath. I think we just came to the conclusion. (laughs) I'm not an empath. Stern's not an empath. My wife, possibly. You're a problem solver. That's right. Yeah, I'm not an empath. I'm a problem solver. Mm -hmm. But Jackie Keishan had a great, a great bit about empaths. She's also, uh, she's also very, very funny, and I enjoyed this so much. So you guys listen to this, and we will see you on the other side. Empaths have a deep sense of knowing which makes them compassionate, considerate, and truly understanding of others. They are affectionate in personality and expression, which makes them great listeners and counselors. That doesn't make me an empath. It just makes other people a pain in the ass. (laughs) You're listening to the Adam Ferrara Podcast. This is 30 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. I am in such a mood today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I got some stand updates for you tomorrow, January 21st through Sunday, January 23rd. I will be at the Addison Improv in Addison, Texas. January 26th through the 30th, I will be at CB Live in Phoenix, Arizona. And my special, It's Scary in Here, is on YouTube and it's absolutely free. There's a link to tickets for my shows in the show notes. There's a link to the special in the show notes. And if you can make any of these gigs, please come up after the show and let me shake your hand. And thank you for all the love and support you've shown me and this podcast. All right, go on. Get out of here. Pay attention when I'm talking to you, boy. ADHD. It's not just for kids. Nice 
boy, but doesn't listen to a word you say. Welcome to the ADD interview. It's not that you're not interesting, it's just that I can't focus. And my guest this week is... Oh, look, a bird! My guest this week is a very funny stand-up. Her new special is called Staycation, and it's free on YouTube right now. Her podcast is called The Dork Forest. She's the youngest of six, and her dad tried to pick up Maria Banford at her wedding. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, please welcome Jackie Cation. How are you, my friend? I'm good. It's good. Uh, it's Thanks for having me on. I feel welcomed. Oh, good, good. That, that means we're lovely. doing it correctly. And thank you so much for doing it. Your special is very funny. All right, I'm going to tell you something that I know you're not aware of. Uh, the first time we met uh, was... At uh, the Acme Comedy Club in Minnesota. Okay. Home okay. club. My home club. Your home club. So I was there. I was doing a weekend. I was just starting comedy. And uh, somebody handed me a drink. I think it was Lewis handed me a drink uh, and said, this is Jackie Cation, as I was taking a drink. Now, I drink bourbon, but they okay. handed me a Captain Morgan and Coke. So as I heard the name Jackie Cation, I taste spice rum for the first time in my, in my life. And every <laughs> time I hear your name, I think of you, but I think of you as a pirate. Oh, fantastic. Finally. Yeah. I've made it. Yes. Uh, I am a pirate. Uh, a lot of people don't know this about me. I'm the dread pirate Jackie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. It's uh, uh, I will have no problem saying to Lewis Lee the next time, hey, how come you're not serving drinks anymore? <laughs> uh, did you get fired that night <laughs> yeah, i don't i think it was after the show we were all sitting around and it was after my set and we all like uh, we're just sitting around having some drinks and that was the first and i looked at you and i said wow okay so i gotta tell jackie i think uh that she is the, the dread pirate cation i am the dread pirate cation it's uh yeah those it's funny because he likes bourbon Mm-hmm. Why would he have? Why would he have gotten you some sort of weird? He might have been trying to get rid of it. Uh, either that, or know? he had to be somebody else's drink. I don't know, but that—that's what. Yeah, yeah. But I used how, to think of hilarious. you as a pirate, and now after watching your special Staycation, which is free on YouTube right now, thank you. I think of you as a Viking. Oh my gosh, that did you? Uh, I posted the pictures. Oh because, yeah, but I want to play the bit for the audience first, so, oh, they, so they know where it goes. This this made me laugh out loud. In Reykjavik, Iceland, downtown Reykjavik, Iceland, there is a portrait studio that will dress you like a Viking. And I said to my husband, a man, always a fun reveal. Can we go? Can we go? And he said, we already have an appointment because we are in love. And we went. (laughs) And they put me in furs and I had a bow and arrow and a shield and a spear and I felt fierce. I felt dangerous, I felt sexy, and then I saw the photos. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, I look like a tough old bird. I look like the mother of 13, is what I look like. I look like I just spent 20 years raising Viking children. And my husband, who makes video games for a living, and thus by definition is an indoor person, uh, he saw his photos and he said, I look like they came to the village, and they're like, we're going to need everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, uh, did you see That's the pictures? Yeah. Okay, you got got to send me the pictures. I have to post those. Okay, yeah, I'll send you that, and I'll send you the picture of of the one with Andy, (laughs) where he looks very tough. I think he looks very sexy, and uh, but other people and himself, he was just like, mm, I see what they, well, I see what they were going for. <laughs> and Andy's your husband, he, and he makes video games. That's fascinating to me, right? 
right? It's so great. It's so great. Um, Has he made it, any he games made, we know? His the famous game he he made would have been God of War two and three. Those are the ones that he worked on. Wow. That ever, but he's worked for like he worked for Sega Dreamcast, and then he worked for Sony PlayStation, and then he worked for THQ and made Wii games and Game Boy games, and then he worked for Disney, making uh, Facebook games, and now he uh, essentially makes like. Um, bingo games for phones and uh <laughs> like it could be and he also teaches game design but about five years ago hilariously he said you know i don't want to make video games anymore i want to make board games and then we stared at each other and he goes yes the lucrative world of board games <laughs> you know the guy that made the papa matic at trouble he's still cashing in <laughs> that guy, every time you do this, pop up. Uh, yeah, 12 cents. Damn. You know, Shoots and Ladders was his last name, all right? <laughs> Perhaps you heard of Fred Candyland, the billionaire. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes, it's Joe. No, why would I try to riff Settlers of Catan? <laughs> anyway, so, so, wait, so, uh, so obviously you met him at a UFC event. I mean, where did you... Uh, we online, online dating. That's a uh, ground floor kind of, um, in, uh, we met in 2003 mm-hmm. at, uh, doing online dating before all the apps, before the app. Okay, so you were at the, the, the very beginning of online. dating. Yeah. Yeah. So this, like, I genuinely thought that he too subscribed to the onion. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong <laughs> because there was essentially, you know, everyone knows this now, mm-hmm. but there is a website and then there is a, there's like an alley of ads. Right. And in the alley of ads, there was a thing that said online dating or uh, dating app or, or uh, do you want to meet people? Right. right. And some, some of my friends were like, cause it probably in like 99 or yeah, probably 1998 or 99. Uh, it took me like two years to even, figure out that I kind of wanted to, I decided I wanted a boyfriend. Okay. I was sick of just getting laid and uh, <laughs> okay. it was annoying. It was annoying. So uh, some of my friends were like, well, do online dating. And, and I had heard, of course, every comic in the world mock it mm-hmm. for the, la- the previous decade. And then before that, they mocked uh, ads in the papers. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, it, since the dawn of man, people have been mocking anyone trying to find someone to be with. So, uh, <laughs> so, but so I did it. I did the online dating through the, through the, through the app, through, through the alley um, ad. And he did it through a different ad, but it was all an umbrella thing, including the LA times. Right. Like it, it was just a class of, you know, it was just like a, a fancy classified. Mm. That, that's how they're doing them now. Well, I just, I, I, I I'm amazed that you, uh, that, that, that that's where you guys met. And not, not only because of your bit, which is very, yeah. very funny. I want to play that one now, too, because that made me laugh. Sure. Online dating is the last bastion of you can go somewhere and look at each other, and both of you go, well, I would make out with that. Would you make out with this? And then you move forward from there. And that's why I'm married. Prior to internet dating, I had two ways of hitting that guys, and one of them was stone cold sober if I liked a guy. I would stand next to him for years. Absolutely never successful. Second way, uh, I'd get liquored up. I'd go to the bar. I'd walk up to any promising dude and go, this needs a tune-up. You want in? <laughs> My- <laughs> yes. And Mercifully, Jackie, is- I didn't have to do that. I met my my wife the old-fashioned way. I brought her to see a show so I could oh, show off. Course. 
Right, right, right. You're just like consistently going, did you want my album? Yeah. Did you want my... <laughs> did you... I once worked with a guy and I realized afterwards that he was hitting on me mm-hmm. uh, because he gave me his headshot. Stop it. Yeah, it's not okay. Gentlemen, think think it through. Think yeah. it through. That, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. You, 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 I need to know the circumstances of this. Can I, can I give you my yeah. number or would you like me to sign this? <laughs> we were working together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was featuring. It had to be late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, and it was in Phoenix. It was some corporate. Mm-hmm. He was a magician. And um, he was a really good mu- magician. And yeah. so He made your libido liked- disappear. <laughs> and well, I literally, I said to him, I was like, you're really good at this. So, you know, I was, I was, maybe I was a little gushy. Maybe mm-hmm. I was, cause I, you know, I don't know how to do magic. Right. So I was like, this is awesome. And, um, and so at the end of the weekend, he was like, well, we should keep in touch and let me get you something. Stop <laughs> it. That shot. And he signed it without his phone number. So I don't know if he was hitting on me. He might've just been self-absorbed. Uh, you think? Well, I, we know he was self-absorbed, but I don't know if he was self-absorbed and hitting on me or just self-absorbed. Oh, God. He, you know what? I bet you even the rabbit in the hat's like, you believe this guy thinks the world revolves around him? He's nothing without this me. Guy. He's an empty hat without me. <laughs> this guy's an empty hat. I am now going to refer to people as an empty hat uh, because that's the greatest that's line. Funny. Well, you, you made me, you, you've always made me laugh. And I, I have to ask, was there funny in the family growing up? I mean, you are the youngest of, of six. Six. Is yeah, he, was it funny there, for attention, or was the family funny? There was, uh, there was, you know, my dad. The, we would sit at the table, and my dad would go, "All right, what happened today?" And he would point to each of us, mm-hmm. and you had like a minute and a half to get his attention. So um, my brother Russ was the only one who was good at it. He had a tight, tight minute and a half, ninety <laughs> seconds, right out the gate. <laughs> he's, he knows he's a better pitch guy than uh, than the rest of us. From birth. So, um, and so, but it did learn, it did teach you how to tighten up your set. I get my timing. I get my timing from my dad. I think I, I, I genuinely believe more and more that I get a good portion of my, my sense of humor from my stepmother. Okay. And my brother Russ actually told me yesterday the funniest thing. He's because him and his wife are going to be married 42 years next year. God bless him. Right. Nuts. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so Russ brings, my sister-in-law, Sue, when they were their first dating, he brings Sue to meet the family. And I guess my stepmother said to him when, when she met Sue, she said, you're going to marry her. And Russ is like, you don't know that. How do you know that? And I guess Nancy, my stepmother said, you don't shop, you buy. <laughs> He'd never introduced any girls to my us before. No. So he, so he ended up marrying her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He ended up marrying her 42 years. And um, Nancy hilarious and weirdly enough nancy cation's favorite comic mm. norm mcdonald mm. i can't tell you how many times she said that to me and i was like you know i do stand-up <laughs> comedy it's interesting to me <laughs> well I, I will i i love the bits about your dad he was an aluminum signing salesman yeah yeah vinyl is also final steel is for real <laughs> he'll, he'll sell you whatever you want whatever you want he told well, me the other day he said you know you got to mark things up a lot so that you can give people a deal mm-hmm and he was so sincere in yeah. that sentence that I was like, or you could just charge a fair amount and not hang out with them for two hours. He was like, I like hanging out with people for two hours. But, and he's, he also thinks they also think that they're getting it. So that's great. You know, you're taking yeah. a shot to make a little bit of extra money. 
And you get, yep. look, this is usually $1,700, but you and I both know that you're special. Exactly. Very, very special. You're very special. That is, you know, he was the, one of the first guys who ever, you, you know how we all get robocalls now? Mm-hmm. He owned a robocall machine in the early 80s. Stop it. Yeah. And, and he was, because he's getting them all the time. So he was telling me a story about, because I said, you had one of those. And he was like, yeah, you know how I used it? This is how I used it. Hello, this is Elliot Cation from Regency Aluminum and Glass. Have you been thinking about putting in, you know, fixing up your house, putting in some new windows, doors, uh, roofing or siding? If you call this number, we will send you a brochure. And that was it. And then it was a telephone number. And he said, then they would call and then I would talk to them and then I would hand deliver that brochure and that would be a lead. That- and I was like, that seems fair. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, and because the robocalls we get now are these whole like your warranty is expiring. Yeah. And um, so apparently I own a timeshare in Beijing <laughs> that, that 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 it's it's being flooded and the building manager trying to get a hold of me. I don't know what these calls are. I'm getting. Right. I know they they're random. They're exotic. Yeah. They're uh, and they could be anything. But uh, a straightforward. Hey, have you ever thought about that? You wanted awnings over your windows? Yeah. Call my dad. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's. He's there. Well, I love the, and it, it's too long to play, but it's in the special, and I just enjoyed every beat of that story. Can I ask you to tell the story when your father helped out the guy with the hospital bill? Sure. Uh, it's because here's the thing is like every album has, if you, this is my fifth album, right? Mm-hmm. If you go back to my first, I don't recommend listening to the backwards. Some jackass emailed me and said that he had listened to my albums in the backward order. And he said it was like listening to me get worse at stand up. And I was like, <laughs> just say you like the albums, man. Yeah. You don't have to. Anyway, so the last album, which was uh, Hero, uh, has a, like a 20 minute chunk about my dad having heart surgery. Mm-hmm. And it is genuinely. As I told my dad, I said, it's almost 20 minutes. And my dad said about Hero, the last album, he goes, you know, you put more than 20 minutes of stories about me on the album. That is no longer your album. That is my album. And I was like, fair enough. So this this story is probably six minutes long, but I will try to cut to it. Okay. My dad lives in an old people apartment building. And um, and he doesn't think he's old. He just knows that he lives with a bunch of old people. So right. he's walking by the common room. There's a guy in there. He's almost crying. My dad's like, yeah, he had just gotten out of the hospital. He had surgery, and uh, he has Medicare, he has secondary insurance, but he um, he had gotten two more bills, one from the hospital, one from the surgeon for like 35 grand. And then my dad pauses, and he goes, I, can you believe people think they got to pay medical bills? <laughs> and I was like, Dad, they're bills. People pay bills. He's like, not a hospital. You die owing a hospital money. That's a win. Are you kidding me? You send them five bucks a month. Uh, you're trying. Yeah. You can't even put a lien on it because you're trying. They can't garnish your wages. You're trying. And he said, and if that hospital gets any kind of federal funding, they have to do a certain amount of sliding fee scale billing. They don't want to give you the paper paperwork. Paperwork's hard to get. But if you keep talking to them, eventually they'll give you the paperwork. And I was like, pardon me, Mr. Incredible. Well, I tell, you know, hundreds of people when I go on the road because it's it's like a it's not a it's not a scam. It's my dad using the system yeah. that is created to take all of your money away. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes my dad can't stand it. He cannot. He's like, he wants, he will occasionally overcharge you. But if you're, you're, if he's witnessing someone being overcharged, 
And he's just like, no, just get. And so he walked in. He said, so I just said to the old guy, get the bills. Let's do this. And so get <laughs> and the, the old bills, guy's got get nothing your... to do. <laughs> old guy's got nothing to do. He's he's almost crying. He's like, I'll try this. Elliot will talk to anybody forever. And so they go into my dad's apartment and they call the billing department. And the old guy's got the bill. He's got his checkbook. And my dad talks the woman at the billing department into uh, he owes like 15 grand. And he bores the hell out of her, tells tells her that this guy is almost dying and there's, they're not going to see a penny of it. And finally she's like, how about just $600 and we'll write it off over the phone with a routing number. And my dad's like, yeah, totally could do that. Let's do it. They hang up. And then my dad could have done the same thing with the surgeon, but my dad wants to meet the surgeon. He wants, he wants the full theater experience. Why did he tell you? uh, Well, he said, he goes, well, he, he could have just called the billing but he's like, no, let's let's go. Like he could have gone down to that hospital mm-hmm. and talked to Billing in face to face, but he decided to do it over the phone. And then, so now he's like, well, let's bring it up a notch, you know? Let's see if I can do this face to face. But he said, so now we're going to drive to the surgeon's office, but we're not going to go until like four four thirty. Right. So what they get in my dad's car. He has a Lincoln Town car, a '99. They get in, they drive across town, uh, they go to the to the to the surgeon's office. They walk in. It's quarter to five, and my dad goes to the receptionist and says, "My buddy here owes you seventeen thousand dollars. He has his checkbook. We'd love to talk to the surgeon." And the receptionist is like, oh, my God, please come in. You know, why not? And so they sit down. It's five to five. And my dad starts in on this guy and goes, look at this guy. He just had surgery. You're never going to see this money. Look at (laughs) him. Look at him. He can barely sit up. Look at it with the talk. And my dad's talking to him. Guy lasts over an hour. And finally, he just said, because he's like, I did the surgery. Why wouldn't you pay me? He's like, you've already been paid twice. Medicare, secondary insurance. You're triple dipping. I get why you'd want to, but Mm. no. And, uh, And so they talked to him for like an hour, 15 and finally, the surgeon's like, get out, get out, give me $200, and then we'll write it off. And so they're driving back, and my dad, my dad is always angling for like a donut or a sweater. I mean, he just wants, <laughs> he just wants a trinket. And so he's driving him back to the, to the apartment building, and he's like, get this. So we're driving back, and I said, hey, let's stop at McDonald's. You can get me a senior coffee. I can't believe it. This guy wouldn't buy me a senior coffee, 59 cents senior coffee. And I said, dad, why would that guy want to spend another heartbeat with you? You just (laughs) spent five hours telling anyone who would listen that he was a dead person. And he's like, yeah, but I saved him like 30 grand. I was like, did you do it for the coffee? And he's like, yeah, of course I did. I don't need to get paid a lot. I just need to be acknowledged. (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact. That Elliot knows this stuff, knows how to work it, and it yep. and seems to enjoy doing it. Enjoys it and is also self-aware enough to know that he's driving you nuts. Oh, okay. So right? he's aware like, of that. He's mostly aware of it. I mean, made more aware by the fact that it's funny about the stand-up. The only story that he's ever – like I've told stories about him where he is not the hero of that story a mm-hmm. uh, uh, hundred times, right? The only one he doesn't like – is the story I where I talk about he's wearing a weird outfit. And my father is very dapper. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't even own that outfit you're talking about. What do you, <laughs> I don't own any cutoffs. And I'm like, why would I make it up, Ted? He was like, I'm going to show you that outfit. You can't put it on the album. I was like, 
It's already on the album. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing about the albums. He never gets to hear them until they're done. Right. Because like he doesn't get rebuttal. Only my husband gets pre-recording veto opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got that with my wife, too. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Makes sense. Look, yeah, we're and... in this together. She's on the show with me, Jackie. So it's like, you know, she's, you know. Yeah. And, and here's the thing is I'm not used to it because we're we're solo artists. We're the writer, performer, director, you know, producer. This is us. So yeah. when I started acting, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just this little part of it. And it can change depending on what I'm getting. So that uh, when my wife and I decided to do this show together, I was like, oh, okay. So this is going to change a little bit. And it's, and it's usually better. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, it's always I, I, I've i done um, a storytelling show a couple of times mm-hmm. and it doesn't pay. And they, he does whatever he wants with it. Right. And um, but he always wants to hear it before mm-hmm. so that he can give notes. And I'm like, wait, there's no money. Yeah, there's no. Wh- why would I do that? Mm-hmm. And but I did it. I've done it probably three times and every time I've gotten notes on it. It just it, I've got it made it better. Yeah, there's a. It's called a second draft, Jackie. Yeah, it's a good idea. Well, that's the thing. That's what I learned yeah. about being married. Being married is like being a rock star, but you, you're coming into the studio with a demo. It's going to change. <laughs> Any idea you have is just a demo. It's just a. Oh my God, that's such a great analogy. Yeah. Yes, that makes so much sense. So you've yeah. done you, you, your stand up. Uh, you've done internationally, too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. That my favorite one. You know, I think about it, and at the time, it was too long, and it was exhausting, mm-hmm. and uh, it was nine weeks in Australia. Wow. That, yeah. And, nine, I can't yeah. stay out that long anymore. I don't think I ever it was, could, even when I was younger. I couldn't. I can't. Right. It was, and it was 2005, and it was, and I've been trying to get back ever since, <laughs> and it hasn't worked out, but um, but it was super fun, and they had, and since then, the Melbourne Comedy Festival has canceled, like, the full, they were doing two four-and-a-half-week runs. Right. And I did both of them, mm. and um, it was great. Actually, it actually paid off my credit card debt and allowed me to get married debt free. Sure, <laughs> but uh, but the um, the we went everywhere. It was super fun. But I mean, yeah, I I do love doing. Like I did, I did Paris mm. right before lockdown, right? And I did Hanoi a couple of months before that, and I did Eastern Europe a couple of months before that as well. Well, you're from you're from like. The Lower East Side of Europe. You're like from Turkey. I'm or? from yeah. It's a it's a, the Caucasus. So that's mm. why the Armenians are like, we're white. We're from the Caucasus. And I'm like, <laughs> stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know what's talking? It's wishful thinking. My white supremacist brothers and sisters. <laughs> anyway, so it's well, yeah. My my grandparents were from Armenia, uh-huh. and my other grandparents were from uh, Ireland. Okay. Well, because they might have been great grandparents. Yeah. This is this this was a great bit. Before lockdown, I did travel a bunch. I was in uh, Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. uh, catching up on my secondhand smoke. Uh, <laughs> no one is vaping in Eastern Europe. <laughs> it was me and four other comics, and one of those comics was a young man by the name of Antoine Young. He is also a giant black man, and he came through customs, and they held him back and talked to him for like 20 minutes. And he finally comes through customs, and I meet Antoine Young. And the first thing I say to Antoine Young is, did you smile? at the customs agent, Antoine. And the first thing he said to me was, why, is that gonna make everyone more comfortable? Large black man smiles? <laughs> it's a valid question. But I had a reason, and my reason is this, is that Antoine Young has braces. And there is not a terrorist in the whole wide world 
that has braces. If you have braces, you have a future. <laughs> Three years from now, you want to smile at somebody. He smiled for the rest of that trip and was never stopped again. It's a beautiful parable. That's great. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Yeah. You're in Europe. What was the most, what was the, 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 what was the stop in Europe you most enjoyed doing stand-up and what was the most challenging? Um, <clears throat> let's see. I liked, the funniest one for me was I think Romania mm. because, or Bulgaria. I'm so sorry, the people of Romania and Bulgaria. Uh, but they were both old Soviet Bases, mm -hmm. yeah. So they had the charm of old Soviet bases. Because when you think they, charm, you think pre-war Soviet Union. Yeah, you think Soviet brutalism is what you. <laughs> I mean, it was literally Stalin. That was the name. What a charmer! <laughs> that guy, he knew how to make a barrack, <laughs> and uh, so it was like barracks that were, and then they were painted like yellow. Mm -hmm. So you're, I was like, was the paint free? Because it isn't a bright yellow. It was like a dull gray. Uh -huh. I was like, you guys got to, you got to, yeah, there has to be an art department for the army because this is so depressing. And they were like, yes, yes, it is. And so, but the, 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 the hardest one, and it wasn't, the, and none of them are hard, but mm -hmm. the one that made me laugh the hardest was we're in Poland and it's a nooner, right? So there's, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're having Polish food and, uh, we're, and there's posters up everywhere. There's going to be stand up. There's going to be stand up. But the armed forces entertainment um, officer is like, if you could just go table to table and tell people that there's going to be stand up and then just greet them. And, you know, it'd be, I'm sure they'd be psyched, you know, you're from home. It's going to be great. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, I am nothing if not the golden retriever of stand-up comedy. I'm just like, how can I be, how can I be more friendly? How can I be more helpful? So I walk up to this table that has three soldiers and I say, Hey, I don't know how bored you are, but about 40 minutes, there's going to be stand-up and uh, you know, there's going to be, you know, like four or five of us. And one of the soldiers, this woman picks up her tray and goes, not that bored. <laughs> and walks off. Like, first of all, timing impeccable. Perfect. Mm. Oh my God. Perfect timing. Because I told I told that story on stage right. and the uh, our forces entertainment officer was like, Do you remember the name of that uh, that soldier? <laughs> and I was like, I do not, because narcs get stitches. Yeah. And, I thought uh, she was gonna say, Oh, <laughs> that's Gail. <laughs> don't take it personally. I wish he would have known her because it was awesome. And, uh, <laughs> but that was my favorite. That's great. So hey, the, the thing I liked about, um, the thing I, I liked about your special, and again, the special is called Staycation and it's free on YouTube right now. But yes, the thing yes. I really liked about it is, is you, you prove a point and then you get it. And then I get you. It's like you, you get like, here's a situation of the world we're living in. And yeah. at the end of it is what you think about it, and right, uh, right. And I, I just I, that style of doing it is is very, it's a very inviting thing to do because you're not leading with an opinion, you're you're leading with a situation. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, that's uh wow. I wish I was doing that on purpose. Good for me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I will now. Let me just say that. <laughs> and uh, and being from, but you're you're from Wisconsin, right? Right. Okay. Right. 
So being from the Midwest and me being from New York, and we're both out here in, in California, this is the land of, it, it's, look, the weather's beautiful, but it's the land of fruit and nuts. It really is. <laughs> My experience is, Jackie, New York is, there's nuts in New York, but you can see them coming. You know, yeah, well, out here, the devil walks foot. among you. Right. Because they look normal. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be on, a, on a bus or something, and someone will turn over and go, don't you think Jodie Foster's pretty? I'm like, all right, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so uh, you know one of one of the things that that if I ever say this to you at a at a party, mm-hmm. I'll be right back. I'm never coming back. <laughs> it's an Irish I'm exit. At, it's uh yeah. Oh, you know the the last album I had the because my mother was Irish, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, the darkest joke that only worked in Ireland, by the way. Yeah. It actually worked okay eventually, but uh, it actually saved my my uh, my set in Ireland because they hated me. And finally, I just said. You know, my, my mother was Irish, and you're familiar with the Irish goodbye is when she kills herself in a drunk driving accident when you're seven. <laughs> Listen, too soon? Too soon? Hey, you assholes. Uh, so <laughs> That saved the set. <laughs> that saved the set. They were like, oh, she's being mean to us. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. I just did, I just did a corporate. Uh, yeah. And it was a predominantly Jewish audience, and they had they were filming me. So, you know, it's a big ballroom, and they, a guy's walking around with, like, a selfie stick and a light. And I'm like, I right, turn it off. I made a joke, turn it off, turn it off, yeah, turn it off. Yeah. And finally, I just went, look, I'm not Jewish. I'm Italian. I don't sue. I hit. Okay? <laughs> Camera went away, and they got a big laugh, and they were like, oh, okay. Now, and now, now you know, now and I like just it. yelled at them, too, and they liked that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes an audience, for some reason, they're like, no, I came out because you guys are supposed to be real good ball busters. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Yeah, that I I wrote some jokes. Yeah, it's, you wanna, it, it's it's I not gotta, really combative comedy. This isn't a cage right. match. I'm here. To- no, it's not. I I I I met a great dog that I wanted to tell you about. Yeah. Anything? No, nothing. No, nothing. All right. All right. Two out okay. of three laughs. Listen to me now. <laughs> but I think. See, exactly. I know that sarcasm and stuff is uh, it's predominantly East Coast. And and mm-hmm. and but as you also get they also get it in Minnesota where we met and I really think Jackie I really think it has to do with the weather because you got to overcome oh. stuff you know here in California it's we're both in Southern California it's beautiful yeah. you don't have to overcome it I'm never gonna yeah. wake up I'm never gonna wake up on a December morning at six o'clock in the dark and have to clean off my car to go to work <laughs> without an ice scraper and I got my hand in a Dunkin' Donuts bag just trying to wipe the snow <laughs> off the windshield. <laughs> Right, you're just like, oh, I wish I had a cup of coffee to just pour it on here. Yeah, and I, and I hope that I hope the screen doesn't break. Yeah. you know. So, but yeah, they don't get. But you're you have a nice mix uh, in your. Th- there's a social awareness to it. There's a uh, there's a sensitivity to others in it, and it, and it, it's fall down funny with an attitude. So I I like what uh, I like what you're doing. And I specifically want to play this joke yeah. about the about Los Angeles. Los Angeles is full of a lot of people that are very interesting. I have four younger-than-me friends who have said to me in the last several years that they were empaths. Not I'm empathetic, not I'm sympathetic, not I'm patient, tolerant, or kind, but I am an empath. Nope. I'm like like Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, like Deanna Troy from Star Trek, The Next Generation. Like a demon from Buffy. No, you are not an empath. You had a human experience. Someone was crying. You made eye contact. Someone looked up from their phone and you were there. And my buddy. 
somebody who I love dearly said to me, no, no, it's more than that. It's like when someone else's dog dies, I feel it just as badly as they do. Do you feel the hostility coming off of me? You getting that? Because the word you're looking for is narcissism and you're killing me. I love that. You know, it's interesting. Somebody said to me, the other thing about it, people who think that they're empaths, Mm -hmm. all that you're really admitting was that you were raised in such a horrible situation that you had to be aware of how everyone was feeling at all times. And you were like, I'm going to react to it before I get hit. I'm going to react to it before I get sent away. I'm going to react to it before. And you're like... How is that? Isn't also a superpower? That is just it. Just means that there was someone really mean to you when you were growing up. (laughs) Or you're a comic. Yeah. And you know how to read the room and diffuse the tension. You learned how to read the room. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's it. Yeah. It's you can't be an MP because I can do the same thing. You know. Right. And I'm telling you right. I had someone actually try to tell me that I was an empath. You know, like uh, they were they. It was because you know I think you might be an empath. I go, yeah, I don't think so. I, <laughs> codependent, about, maybe empath. Uh, exactly, and you could just say the nice thing, which is you seem very sympathetic. Yeah, it's very nice of you that you can sympathize with people. That's great. Yeah, and then you act upon it. Good for you. Yeah, that does it. It is not a superpower. It's a nice social skill. It makes people want to hang out with you and, yeah. and, and think that you're not a dick. So, yay. Yeah, but it's not a super – but what I think the human, the, the human condition is – look, even the big thing in adolescence is, is – uh, and I just know this because I'm an adolescent. Don't kid yourself, kids. <laughs> I'm not going to make a good adult. Uh, you're going to eventually have to wake yeah. up. Uh, but the there's adult. that need so to belong yeah. mm-hmm. yet to stand out, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, there's this uh, – somebody was like, I am the biggest hunk of junk, but also the center of the universe. Yeah. Right, where you have this low self-esteem, but you also think that you're the most important thing yeah, I'm the, the piece of shit things revolve around. That's Yes, nice. that's it. That's the line. Yeah. That's it. Can I ask you real quick to tell the story how sure. your father tried to pick up Maria Bamford at your wedding? Sure. My dad <laughs> – she told me this and I was so, I was sad. I was, I was just like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And she said, don't be sorry. He didn't touch me. He didn't even say anything weird. I just got the impression that he thought I was pretty. And I was like, that's that weird definition of flirting that I read about that. I don't think anyone's ever, I didn't know who did it because uh-huh. flirting. And um, so I, I had dinner with my dad. Then I had breakfast and I say, Hey, Dad, you hit on Maria Bamford using some weird flirting technique. And he said, it wasn't a flirting technique. It was a sales technique, and it's called the post-closed warm-up. And I used it last night when we went out to dinner on the waitress. I hit on the waitress using the post-closed warm-up last night. You were there. And I was like, I remember you hitting on the waitress, Dad. I also remember it not being successful. Um, And he goes, it's not always going to be successful. It's a waitress. That is a hostage situation she keeps going away you can't build any kind of momentum but you have to practice on someone and so we went to dinner and he's remember he's 84 so we went to the outback at 4 30 and uh with a coupon (laughs) and he he says to the waitress when she comes to the table you are very good looking you look very familiar are you an actress Mm -hmm. and she said no no i'm a waitress what would you like to drink (laughs) and no encouragement he got the coffee she goes away she comes back he goes 
you just seem so familiar to me. I feel a connection with you. Maybe we've met before. And she goes, maybe. I meet a lot of people. What would you like to eat? <laughs> he got the steak, medium order. She goes away. She comes back, uh, end of the meal. My dad goes, well, it's been very nice meeting you. I hope I see you around again. And she goes, maybe. Here's the bill. Now, <laughs> there are three beats to the whole thing. To the, the first beat you say in a non-threatening general way. You look good. Nice work. I don't know how you did it, but well played. Mm-hmm. Second beat, you feel a connection. You're kind of sore you've never met before. Third beat, my dad's like, third beat's super important. You got to let it go. You've given it a shot. Mm-hmm. You say, well, it's been very nice meeting you. I hope I see you around again. If she's interested, she will talk to you some more. You will start another round, and eventually you will sell that woman windows. <laughs> <laughs> so I love him. He's oh, great. great. Uh, I can't thank you enough for being on the show, Jackie. Uh, uh, Please uh, stay safe and best to you and your family. Thanks so much. The ADD interview was brought to you by CruiseIntoWellness.com. CruiseIntoWellness.com for all your CBD needs. Now, let's say you save somebody about $30,000 in medical bills and they won't even buy you a cup of coffee. Did you do it for the coffee? And he's like, yeah, of course I did. (laughs) This could cause you a little anxiety. So why don't you do what I do? Take one of the gummies they have at cruiseintowellness.com. They also have edibles, tinctures, pain creams, bath products, pet products, and you know you get 20% off. Yes, you do. 20% off anything they have at cruiseintowellness.com. Go. Feel better. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This is Jackie Cation, and that was 30 Minutes I'll Never Get Back. I had a lot of fun with her. Oh, my gosh, Adam. Loving her. She's so clever and funny. I didn't want it to end. Mm. She needs to be my friend. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) No no, no pressure. No, you're right, Alex. She was was awesome, and, and that was such a fun conversation. And, Adam, you're so right about the empath bit. (laughs) When, it was so funny when she said, mm-hmm. "Can you feel the anger coming out of me right now?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! It's true. This is perfect.
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like I like when, when her and her husband were on the same page. She's like, we can get a picture dressed like a Viking. We already have an appointment. <laughs> How great is that? Yeah. How great is that? Sure. I could relate to that big time. You guys remember um, Adam when we went to that history party? Oh yeah, Stern. They had the upfronts for A and E, right? When I was on right. Top Gear, and Vikings was on A and E, so they had a big, you know, all the TV shows show up, and they had all the Vikings. Oh, wow! And my wife, yeah, they were all there. Fran- the Vikings are here. Yeah, they had Fran Talkington, Alan Page, Ahmad Rashad, <laughs> the other ones, Kurt Cousins. No, no, not those. <laughs> so, but yeah, when my wife was freaking out, we gotta get a picture with the Vikings. I, I was so nervous, so yeah. I'm like Adam. Help me. I said, because apparently my wife thinks I speak Viking. So, <laughs> no, she just he doesn't care. He'll walk up and do anything. Yeah. So, how are you, Thor? See the lady? She <laughs> wants to get a picture with you. And they had spears. So, I had like a, I'm like, Adam, I want to hold a spear. They gave me the spear. Yeah. We're all smiles. I'm like, Adam, you got to capture this moment. Yeah. It's like once in a lifetime. Yeah. So, Adam captures the moment. I see the photo. They walk away after the, he took it. Blurry. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I was wow. so bummed. Apparently my phone was filthy in the lens. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, really, Adam? Yeah. Really? I, it, looked, it looked clean on the screen. I don't <sighs> know what to tell you. I'm going to post it so everybody can see. Okay. Yeah, so everybody can see. I want you, this is how my husband disappointed me in front of the Vikings. <laughs> you know how, like, I mean, when, when can I ever take a picture with the Vikings with the spear in my hand? <sighs> we'll go to Norway. The three of us will go to Norway. We'll bring Phil. It'll be a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I love that because I'm a big enough dork that I always want to do that. Do you remember those like little like kiosks that they had at the mall where you could dress up like a, like a cowboy and then they'd print up a poster with like wanted dead or alive marks. Yeah. The sepia tone, like the yellow ones, the one. Yes. The, yeah. The old West yes. posters. Yeah. 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 You and did that. The con- no, I always wanted to, but I never did. And, and you look at people and they're like, yeah, you don't look as cool as you think you do when you put all that gear on. Nah. <laughs> so I've always wanted to do that, though. And I've got this page saved on my my phone as like a favorite website. It's called armorvenue.com. I just gave him a free plug. Thank I God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say MILF Hunter. Thank God. <laughs> That's next episode. I was like, no. my wife is sitting here. Would you I stop? Oh, whatever. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> no, and they sell... They sell all kinds of like real armor, like you could go as like a medieval knight. But the thing I love, they sell an entire outfit. You can dress up with the armor, the helmet, everything as a Roman centurion. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's it's like that's you, Mark. I know. It's like totally like, but see, I would put it, put it on and I'd be like, I look like Maximus from Gladiator. I look like Caesar. I'll be honest with you, Stone. If you dress up like a Roman, all I'm going to think is pizza, pizza. That's all I'm going to think <laughs> of. Little Caesar. <laughs> Caesar. Yeah, because I'm a little guy. Mark, but I but I, I uh, always go back there. Like once a month I go there and I'm like, this is the time. I'm gonna pull the trigger and I'm gonna get this thing. Nine hundred bucks. I'm gonna be dressed what? head to toe as a Roman. Yeah. Nine hundred bucks? You're I know that's such a great deal. You can't you can't <laughs> afford not to buy it. Nine hundred? Yeah. I said nine hundred. Yeah, you said nine hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh please, does that include a tailor? Yeah. Yeah, I Elizabeth has Taylor. Be- that's what it better include for nine hundred bucks. <laughs> I think so I'm an empath. Gonna... I can feel Mark's stupidity. I can feel it right now. <laughs> I can see maybe a hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, but nine hundred. Get the hell out of here. Do you get to keep well, it? You get to keep it. It's yours forever. I'd okay. probably be buried in it. You All know. Right. Th- that's how you want to go out. 
I think that's how I want to go out. Yeah, I've done some thinking. I, I was going to dress you like a Viking, it. push you out to sea, and light the whole damn thing on fire. That's what I was going to. That's do. a good plan B. I like that. That's a great way to go out. If you're a Viking, mm-hmm. that's an awesome funeral. But I just love that. make sure you're dead before yeah. you start lighting him on fire. <laughs> let's, okay. Yeah. That scared me. I think it's cool, but just you know, okay. stick a pin in him. Got it. Okay. And so, if you were not dead, and we tried to burn you, and you had to go to the hospital. I want Jackie's father to take care of the bill when we get you out. That was great, wasn't it? Oh, master. my God, yes. Yeah. yes. Master. Yeah, that was a master class on how to work the system. And I loved it that the only thing you wanted out of it was a 59-cent cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get it. He was Well, pissed. he wanted recognition. Ch- yeah, and the cheap guy wouldn't even do it. He goes, he just saved you 36 grand. You can't buy the guy a cup of coffee. And that's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Now, he is in my wheelhouse. What? I kind of grew up in that sales. I have a natural sales ability. Mm-hmm. If I believe in it, right. I can sell it. Right. I believe in win-win situation. I kind of feel like he's like the same kind of guy. Right. I appreciated his understanding that, you know, not everyone's going to bite, but you got to try out your technique. Yeah. I know all of that stuff. Yeah. I, I just want to hang out with him. So you want to hang out with him and his daughter. So you tried to pick up a waitress at an Outback? No, Adam. <laughs> it's about relationships uh-huh. with people. Okay. There's all different kinds of people, and it's the way you connect with them, mm-hmm. the way they, you know, they trust you. And, you know, if you believe in a product or you're selling something, you've built a trust. I like when he goes, when he was talking to the doctor, he's like, look, you've already been paid twice. You're triple dipping. Look at this guy. He's going to die any minute. You're not getting any money at all. So I love the way he set the stage. I was like, how about $16? I'll give you 16 bucks. You're not walking out of here with nothing. He's got his checkbook with him. There are some people that love, and I don't know whether you call it a haggle. I know some people call it handling, mm-hmm. which I love that phrase. I don't even know what it really means. But, but the people that love to go, and whatever the set price is, they're like, no, 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 no. That's just that's, a suggestion. Yeah. We're going to get to where we got to go. That's for other people. <laughs> right? right. Not for those of us. Not in for my wife. No. <laughs> I love it, Mark. I love going to the flea market. Sometimes I feel so bad. I'm like, here, here's an extra 20 bucks. Yeah. Because I know I got such a good bargain. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, I just beat the beat your brains out over this. So here's 20 because I, I, I I'm like, I'm like, wow, this. I just got this huge bargain yeah. and it has to be a win win. So yeah, I just but I can't, and first of all, I don't have the patience. And, and I'll tell you a story. We're, we're in Cuba. Uh, we were shooting in Cuba and uh, I, I had to buy some gifts and stuff. So there's people selling stuff right on the street. Uh, and, and the guy we had, they goes, don't pay what don't pay them what they want. You can get the price down. I'm like, these people living in abject poverty. OK. <laughs> I'll give you 20 bucks for a hand-carved wooden box. I don't care. (laughs) Yes. Well, in China, that's an insult. Like when I was living in China, you have to haggle. Really? Yeah, or else they think you're stupid. Well, they think I'm pretty stupid because I'm the worst negotiator in in any facet of life. So, Alex, I need you to accompany me anytime I'm buying something because I'm terrible at dealing with that stuff. I, I think you should have me and her father. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm dying to, like, have a cup of coffee with him. Hey, Dad, I'll buy you a cup of coffee. <laughs> Come That's on over. Cup. I like the fact when she, she was at him, she goes, he's not scamming. He was just working the system, which I exactly. thought was great. Well, see, in, in other words, he's smart. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah. I mean, my, my family, it's just, it's a full-blown scam. There's no working. <laughs> full-blown scam. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> I was here as far as you know. It's a zip. I got I, I got a bit in my act about my uncle. He used to mail a letter. He would put the address he wanted the letter to go to where the return address goes, and he would throw it in a mailbox without a stamp. 
it got marked insufficient postage and sent to the return address. <laughs> so he's scamming, he's scamming them out of the postage. Yeah. Wow. It, it, it was like, you know, how much is a stamp? And I'm like, you know, it, it's mail fraud. Uncle Tony's like, nah, it's freaking brilliant. What are you kidding me? But that's that's knowing the angles. Yeah. You know. Now your uncle might be on the other side of the legality of that. Yeah. That that that's my family. Well, Adam, you, you've pulled scams. Uh, excuse, excuse me, excuse me. I don't look at them as scams. I look at them as opportunities. You understand me? <laughs> Sorry different... about that. Yeah, this yeah, is an I opportunity. Corrected. <laughs> it's like, it's so, like when, when I go to get when I go to to a hotel. I'll check in, and I'll say, "Do you have a fridge? I need to keep medicine cold." Because I, I they usually give it to you, you know. But if you ask for it, I'd like a fridge sent up to my room. Sometimes they charge you, but they give you medicine cold. I think that I think they have to give it to you. I'm not sure. Is that like a white lie? No, no. It's a full-blown, bold-faced lie, so I don't have to pay for a fridge. That's what it is. It's a cheap lie. Yeah. <laughs> I read about this, because I love the idea of doing this, even though I'm terrible at it. Mm. I read this story about a guy who wanted to travel for free. So he got himself a new credit card, and with that credit card, he bought $3,000. He went to like the U.S. Treasury, the U.S. Mint, mm. but $3,000 worth of coins put those coins in his bank and immediately use that money to pay off the credit card. And because he was doing this, he was accruing all these miles. So he would spend the $3,000, but immediately pay it back. So not losing any money there. And you get, I don't know, 10,000 miles. Every time you do this, he built up so much miles. He was traveling for free in first class and getting hotels for free. Really? Now is that, and that feels kind of like a victimless crime. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the car, credit card companies already made the deal with the airplanes or mm -hmm. the hotels or whatever. The, the treasury's selling the coins, even if they're getting sold back, whatever. But it feels kind of like a victimless crime, and it feels kind of brilliant to me. The Am crime I is I didn't know about this till now. <laughs> That's the crime. Because, <laughs> right, the, the, the biggest hassle about it is you just got to get the coins and then go to the bank and then sort of like do that transaction over and over again. And for anybody that's played video games, right. there's always some menial task that you have to do to build up experience or gold or whatever. And this is like the real life version of that. I think it's genius. It's genius. The hardest thing is, is bringing the hand truck to bring $3,000 worth of nickels <laughs> to the friggin' well, bank. Well, no, that was part of the genius because when the, when the coins get shipped to you, they're already pre-rolled. Mm -hmm. So you just take them and hand them to the bank teller and go, here you go. And like, there's really no fuss, no muss. Set it and forget it, as they say. That's brilliant. That, I, that's not a scam. That's working the system. This is, he just that's, figured out a way to work the system. That's working the system. I, I hear silence from you, Alex. Are you disappointed that I love this plan so no, much? I no, I think no. she's writing it down. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I used to do a little bit of a scam. Go ahead. When I was working, I wanted quick cash. So I would charge a gift certificate for a hundred bucks, buy a pencil sharpener, which was like three bucks, mm -hmm. and then they would give you cash back. Oh, sure. That's good. First of all, th that's almost a brilliant plan. Mm -hmm. Three bucks for a pencil sharpener? What the hell is wrong it with that? It was in the beauty department. <laughs> it was for, for $3? eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is doubled at triple over there. All right. Well, that, that's pretty good. Another great thing about Jackie, her husband, he makes video games yeah. and like amazing. The God of War is a huge, awesome game. I just love that. How great is that? They make a great team. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now he wants to move into the lucrative world of board games. As <laughs> I love that. You got to uh, love that. I, I know. I felt like a jerk, but I was like, I love board games. Go ahead and do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> no money, but I love it. What was your favorite board game? Sorry. Me? Oh, Risk. No question. It was Risk. Basically, war with dice. <laughs> well, I am an, a Roman emperor in training. Uh, That's so right. I have to. <laughs> Got to get my practice in where yeah, I can. Cost him nine hundred dollars to dress up for this game. <laughs> oh, that's intimidation. That. Oh my goodness! I just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling the dice with the hat. Well, yeah. There goes Madagascar. <laughs> oh, were we not dressing up for the game today? Oh I missed my that goodness! Note. Sorry. <laughs> Honey, what was your favorite board game? Are you kidding? Monopoly. Yeah. Get to oh, yeah. buy properties, have all that money, uh-huh. and Adam would probably save you the get out of jail free card. Thank you. <laughs> Thank That's you. a good night. <laughs> You're gonna need you? it. <laughs> I liked Battleship. Remember Battleship? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. Battleship because you know what I would do is I would take the pegs and I would I would mark where my brother was uh, was asking me what the if, if my ship was there, yeah. and then I would move it because I knew the ones he asked. <laughs> That's cheating. It's not cheating. It's working the system. Oh my gosh! It's like he's a double spy playing Battleship. Yeah. Nope. You missed it. I've guessed every spot. Sorry, you keep missing. It. I tell you. Because now I can track. I can track what he's saying, and I can well, I can fit the aircraft carrier there. Oh my god, Johnny! He hasn't called those yet. Yeah. Johnny, if you're listening to this, yeah. get him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so great. Why do I think that this phrase was used a lot during that game? What? Mom, Dad, he's doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then you know what we'd hear back? Shut up. <laughs> Solve your own problems. <laughs> <laughs> There's no empaths in this house. <laughs> Empath. Walk this it house. off. That's working in the system. By the way, I just thought Phil's game, Phil, I, I want Phil's game to be life. I just want a picture of his head on the spinner. <laughs> and it's it's not called spinning, it's called vertigo. He spins it around, he gets dizzy. <laughs> he goes, second divorce, lose three turns. Oh. <laughs> Poor Bill. You, you don't know who you are. Buy a new car. I have one. Yes. Now you have to juice for three days straight. Juice for three days straight. <laughs> that, that's, that's a different game. That's called shits and ladders. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor Phil. <laughs> Don't you have a podcast to prepare for? Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. I want to thank Jackie Cation for being my guest. Uh, her, uh, her special on YouTube is called Staycation. It is free, and I highly recommend you check it out. You can also check out my special on YouTube. It's called It's Scary in Here, and it's, it's free. also free. Yes, it is. Honey, if you want to get a hold of us, where do they go? Ferrara at Gmail. Yes. And the show is growing, and it's all because of you. Thank you so much. Tell somebody you love about the show. Uh, and if you get a chance to leave us a review, you know that helps us with our friend. Mr. Algorithm. And please remember, life is hard. You take it easy on yourself. The pod has ended. Don't be. I think I have a double whammy. What is that? I think I'm not only an empath, mm-hmm. but I have too much empathy. I think I think too much empathy makes you an empath, no? No. Empathy is like, uh, oh, I feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. Empath is when you actually feel like people's energy. Yeah, people's, an empath is like yeah. if someone eats Mexican food and you get the shits. Is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite an empath. Yes, that's what an empath is. You putz. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.